what's what's the next song? Uh, Cheryl Crow. Oh, the sweetest thing. Yeah, they're better as four by four. Uh, or oh, Cheryl Crow's U two. I mean, U two is sweetest. U two sweetest thing. Okay. Jesus Christ. This is crazy. Next Tuesday on the tennis floor. What is a pregnant chant? Hi, I'm Carlotto with an MTV News Brief. The queen of teen, Britney Spears. To That's What We Called Music. I'm your host, a crappy cover version of myself, Kendall. Uh, with me is my wife, uh, very sweetest, Molly. Very sweet. And my sister-in-law, who's a thing, Sarah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so we're talking about the sweetest thing. Which is a song by Irish group U2 that was originally released in 90, 1987 as a B-side of the Where Does Streets Have No Name single. However, the version that we're talking about is the single mix, which is... From 1998. So, it was originally released as a single, as a B-side of a single. But the single mix is when it was on their album... And they released it as Best a single. Best of 1980 to 1990. Okay, I guess they yeah. mixed, they released it as a single. But it was hard to say. I guess it was a B-side. B-sides right, are different. Well, but original. it's an A-side and a B-side. They're both on... Okay. Does not compute. It's okay. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. So, uh, charts. Uh, do the charts count? Oh, wait. Well, this is... Crap. Well, there's a bunch of charts, but it's would it be? I guess we would have the charts would be the single version, right? Because or would be the correct if, version. Yeah, if that's Wikipedia entry you're in. Yeah. Okay. So, did good in Canada. It was number one on the singles charts in Canada. Yeah. And in Ireland, believe it or not, did you know YouTube was popular in Ireland? No way. <laughs> um. And uh, did it. So, number 12 in Adult Top 40 U.S., number 9 U.S. Alternative, number 31 Mainstream Rock, number 43 U.S. Radio Songs. So, yeah, it didn't do, I mean, compared to, compared to some of these, it didn't do quite as well. That's interesting. This was a, an interesting choice of a song. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, it was originally released in back in the 80s as a B-side to, what did we say? Where the Streets Have No Name? And then, and that version is good, but this version uh, is not good. It was re-recorded and re-released in October 1998. I like. We like it. Yes. I like the old version too, but I also like this one. Um, so what? Uh, besides besides the fact that you like this version, what facts do you have about this, Molly? Well, let's see. I think you covered a lot of the stuff I was going to talk about. Um, well, Bono wrote this song as a birthday present to his wife. Uh, apparently he was working on recording the Joshua Tree for her birthday, so he was trying to make up for it with this song. Um, yeah, I was going to talk about how it was a B-side. 
You already talked about that. <laughs> I haven't read the liner notes, but oh, but it says pretty much it. everything yeah, that Kendall just that. said. <laughs> um, so originally recorded during sessions for the legendary Joshua Tree album, Sweetest Thing wasn't finished in time and was subsequently released as a B-side. In 1998, it became a bona fide hit for U2 when it was remixed and released as a single from the best of 1980 to 1990, an album that celebrates the first decade of U2's extraordinary history. I really love this song. And I did so not. Was, so it was just remixed. It wasn't fully re-recorded. Mm, is that what it says? Well, that you uh, yeah, just this said says, remixed. This says it was remixed and released. Yeah, this says the band gave a facelift with rejiggered vocals and new guitar textures. So he did re-sing it, probably. Okay. I but, thought, um, I, I really like this song, and I had no idea that it was a B-side. I'd never heard that before today. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I mean, I think I had only heard the original version. I mean, I haven't heard this song a million. Like, I haven't heard this song very much. Um, but, like, when we listened to the original version, I was like, oh, that's what this song is. Um, but because, like, the, I don't know. I felt like, I just felt like it didn't have, it doesn't have the edge of the original version. <laughs> it's pop as it should be. Not produced out of existence, but pop produced with a real intimacy and purity is what the edge said about this song. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's probably what he said about the good version. <laughs> well, you know, what they, yeah, I, you know, it's a, no, before all that you can't leave behind YouTube, YouTube, YouTube was not at their best. Uh, what, uh, so do you guys have specific memories about this song or, or, or should we just talk about YouTube in general? Cause this is probably the only chance we'll get to talk about YouTube. I mean, I just want to say, I don't have like specific memories as in anything specific but for this song it's a song i remember kind of being annoyed by when it first came out and i was I mean i was younger i was in high school but now as an adult it's like such a good song i don't know i really like it i love this song and like i feel like a bit of a poser but it's really it's one of my favorite u2 songs yeah, i don't know because if it was just like maybe their first single that i remember I like remember because I don't know how much was like out before this in the 90s when I was cognizant. Um, I really love it. And the video uh, is his, his actual wife. And it's just, it's actually like a sweet song. I mean, it's called that yeah, and it's for his wife. And the wife's in the video. Yeah. You know, grunge and everything. Yeah, yeah, Molly was like grungy and badass. <laughs> now I'm like, Listening to like Busta Rhymes. That's true. I did have a Buster Yes, Rhymes. famous uh, grunge artist, Buster Rhymes. <laughs> you know, all of that kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, so, but like, yeah, I just, yeah. Um, I know I did like the video. The video is one long, is one long shot and it's, yeah, it's uh, Bono looking at his wife and they're in a little, they're going down a road and it's almost like a parade kind of thing. And the, the boy band that comes behind them is uh, Boyzone. Yeah, so as they're, like, in the carriage, there's a lot of, like, people that show up behind Bono. There's, like, Riverdance, Boyzone, the other U2 guys. I learned about my Boyzone in health class. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was pretty bad. Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I... I haven't heard the song very much. I don't, I mean, I, I liked the original version when we listened to it, but not even that much. I just says, I feel like it's kind of 
like it would be real. I would have, I would have really liked it if it was in the context of it, of an album. Like, I think it, it could have found a good spot in, in Joshua tree. Like it, it's, or, or is Joshua, Joshua tree is when it was recorded, right? Yeah. But it's a B side. So it's not on the album. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like it could have been like a good, like two thirds of the way through the album, like kind of, just like a texture piece. Cause it feels more like, it feels like more like a, almost more like a soundscape than a song. It's really, it's really interesting that, I mean, cause aside from the, the little hook of, Oh, oh the sweetest thing. Like it's very, it's not super melodic. It's not super like verse chorus structure. I feel like it's a different sound for them too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, a, it's a different, it's definitely very different than a lot of their other stuff. Um, but I, but it, ha- it also, especially the Joshua tree version very much has that kind of, that kind of hearth, harsh synthesizer and, and everything that's, um, that, that sounds like it was from that, you know, that era. Uh, it, I, I think it would have, yeah, it would have fit really well in there. It's a shame that it wasn't, that it doesn't have a spot on that album, but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about U2 because this is the only chance we'll get to have about U2. Like, U2 was one of the... All That You Can't Leave Behind, their album from, like, 2001, was, like, one of the one of my very formative albums. You know how, like, at some point you stop listening to Now That's What I Call Music and start listening to actual good music? And it, maybe it's not people the, stop being played, stop being real. Maybe it's not the you know, maybe it's not the best music <laughs> ever, but it's like oh, there's something, there's something more to this. So for me, it was like like that album, uh, the first Gorillas album, uh, Michelle Branch and Vanessa Carlton uh, also, and then even Avril Lavigne. Like there's still still poppy, maybe not the absolute greatest thing, but like there's a little more depth to that yeah, than like more than, like, like real instruments. Yeah, 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 more more real instruments, more more at least I mean you you know, you two writes their own songs. A lot of these guys are writing their own songs. You know, some maybe some maybe you know, Michelle Branch didn't write all of her own stuff, but that first Michelle Branch album is still it holds up pretty well yeah, for it's like a really good album. It's a good that, you know, mm-hmm. it's good it's good pop music. Um you know, that's 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 about the the music in and of itself, not just about having a a baseline and a beat to dance to. Um, or sexy ladies or whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, what do you guys? Ha- what are your what are your histories with U two? U two is one of those bands you know is just like so amazing, but I don't think I, I mean I've listened to their greatest hits, but I don't think I've ever listened to like an album all the way through. But they're you know they're just a great band, and I don't know. A, Several years ago, I went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and they had a U2 concert video that I think you could pay a little bit of extra money for, and you got, like, 3D glasses, and it was amazing. And it was just a concert video. So I was like, oh, my gosh, can you imagine them live? It would be outstanding. I still, like, remember, like, that experience of just watching this concert video and just how, like, this band is, like, the real deal. I don't know, you know, so, it's amazing. So, you know, know. What's, you know what's funny about that? Yeah. I'm going to ruin it for you. Why you went and you saw it and you hated no, it? No, <laughs> they don't. They don't play their own. In, they don't play their own concerts. They lip sync everything and they mime all their instruments at their concerts. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, maybe not absolutely always, mm. but years ago when mm. the Ashley Simpson thing happened, yeah. Bono came out and said, 
He's like, what's the big deal? We do it all the time. You know, everybody does. He said everybody does yeah. it, which you know means he does it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and basically because you ex- when you go to a concert, you expect it to mm-hmm. sound just like it does on the record. Mm-hmm. They just play the record. Yeah, but this was still like a concert video, so I'm sure. Might have been. Like, I mean, it might have been different. Probably in dubbed the, 80s. the sound, but it was still cool. Yeah. No. You know? No. I. I know. No. I'm, I'm not. A, I mean, their music is the thing. Is their music mm-hmm. is good? He's got a Bono's got a powerful voice, but you know, it's. It's it's really it's really something. I I um honestly growing up kind of always thought of U two as like not quite the Beatles, like like they were like they were like one of these they were like one of the most iconic, oh, for sure. j- just just groups. Yeah. I feel like it's it's not quite that we don't think of them that way quite as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just it felt like it was like Beatles is the most famous band ever. U two is the second most famous band mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, so. I mean, for me, U2 was, was always kind of there. I mean, it sounds corny, but like part of the fabric of growing up or what have you. Uh, I do. I remember songs like Desire, Mysterious Ways. Um, in high school, I really started noticing them more with the pop album, which had like Discotheque and uh, Staring at the Sun. Um, up to, yeah, like All That You Can't Leave Behind, How Did This Man on Atomic Bomb. So, yeah, maybe I got more into them as I got older, but... Yeah, I feel like it was a band that I always listened to in some capacity, like mm-hmm. my entire life, pretty much. So, oh man, I, I forgot about the how to smell an atomic bomb. I should have counted down this episode by saying Uno dos tres catorce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Do you guys know where their name comes from? I've never looked that up. No. I guess it could just be a euphemism for Y O U T O O. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I have a uh, my friend. Um, one of in early in early. Uh, Discovery on the internet. My friend, uh, my friend Ray Lockman from high school pointed out that um, it's very likely that uh, that I still haven't found what I'm looking for is written about the same town as where the streets have no name. Okay. So this says that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, it went over my head. <laughs> because because the streets have no name, so he can't find what he was looking for. Oh, okay, I got it. So according to Wikipedia, they chose you two. Uh, just for the ambiguity and the open-ended interpretations, so it's just so that works. Like us would sit here and ponder it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, TRL. Let's start with. I'm going to start with me. I think this song doesn't make it on TRL at all ever. Molly, go. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you get on there like a couple times. Let's say like three. But yeah, it wouldn't hit number mm-hmm. one. Zara. Yeah, I mean, probably right. I really, this is one of my favorite songs, so just because it's my favorite, I could say like 30 times, but really, yeah, probably not very much. Okay, well, so that's that. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, Kendallcast.ninja at K Holman on Twitter. Uh, follow stuff. Um, uh, yeah, uh, it'll be sweet. The sweetest thing will be the next podcast. Although it was this podcast. I don't know. 